Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. Thank you so much for listening. I definitely appreciate it. Um, I pray that everyone is healthy and safe during this time. I know that this is a tough time that we're dealing with in the world right now. This pandemic has brought so many of us closer to God, and we just need to continue on this journey of becoming a divine lady. We can be an example to someone else around us that may not express that they want to have a relationship with God, but they see you and your actions, and that alone brings them close to God. So... This brings me right into the reminders. Please share the podcast with any ladies that you may know. Um, Like I said, because you never know who can benefit from it if you just share. Um, Sharing can just save a soul and just remember that. Also, we have a website, which is www.becomingadivinelady.com. The link will also be in the notes below. On the website, we offer devotionals by Faith Walker Monday through Friday, um, we also have a contact us sections where you can submit any questions, thoughts, comments, any prayer requests, as well as a survey that I'm asking you to complete just to try to get the demographics of the listeners. So once you're finished listening to the podcast, if you can please go check out the website and take the survey, I would definitely appreciate it. Um, so to step right in, today's podcast topic is going to be called Speak to Me. And of course, we're going to start out with some questions to write down and ask yourself. The first question is, do you ever wonder if God can hear you? The second question is, are you facing problems that you cannot get through and you're waiting on God to speak to you? The third question is, has God spoken to you, but you feel like you need to hear more? And the fourth question is, do you actually set aside time to hear from God? So you ladies know that I like to start out with a little story about myself and be very transparent. There's a situation I have been praying on consistently for a long time now, and it hasn't happened yet. I know that it will happen. I believe that it will happen. Well, when it will happen is the question that I have. And I constantly have the questions like, is it me, guy? Is it something that I need to be doing? And I felt like I wasn't hearing anything. I know I have heard from God before because... He is the one that told me to do this podcast, but this specific thing that I have been praying for, it feels like I'm not getting an answer to. So one day I was fasting and praying and I said, God, please speak to me. Tell me what it is that I need to do, please. And I was actually working out at the time and I started speaking in my heavenly language. And I felt like I heard God tell me that what I was praying for was going to happen very soon and to trust him. So I was questioning what I heard saying, like, God, is this is this really you or am I just wanting to hear it so bad that I'm making it up? So I asked him, I said, God, if this is you, please confirm it. And God did something so amazing. God wanted me to know that it was him speaking to me. What he did was he put these things on my spirit. One of the things was he had me reach out to my friend to tell her something about her sister and what she was going to do. I do not know my friend's sister. I met her before, but I don't really know her. Like, I don't know her too well. So I reached out to my friend and told her that she has to stay close to her sister because her sister has a powerful message that needs to be shared with the world and that her sister was going to go through some trusting issues. And 
for her to make sure that she was there to help guide her. My friend texted me back and said that her sister was going to speak to teenagers on February 14th about anxiety and depression. I had no idea that she was going to speak at all. And when my friend texted me back, she didn't know, but that was confirmation for me. That immediately made me start praising and thanking God. But (laughs) he did something else. That was just the first thing that he did. If I had any doubt, God wanted to make sure that I knew that it was him. He had me do something that was a little much for me to do, but I had to be obedient and do what I felt like he was telling me to do. He had me send an email to someone I do not know at all. It's someone's podcast that I listen to often, and I was writing this email, and I was shaking so bad. My hands were shaking, and I was just saying, please, God, don't let me make this up. Please don't let me embarrass myself. Like This is really big, and I don't want to give anybody false hope. So what happened next, you won't believe. Basically, the email that I sent is said to this person that God was going to give her a son and not to be worried, that he would give her the desires of her heart. And I also said that I don't expect her to respond to the email because she didn't know me. But her being a godly woman that she is, she wanted to let me know some things. She sent me an email back and my heart dropped. She said, (laughs) Thank you for the email. I believe that God was testing your obedience. So congratulations on passing the test. She said, to give you some relief, I'm actually six months pregnant with a son. Listen, when I tell you I cried and cried and cried for several reasons. One thing was God was using me in a way that I was like, me, little old me, God, like, thank you for using me in that way. And another thing was, There was no way that I would have known that this girl was pregnant. And with the son, she said that nobody knew besides her close family. So I knew that that was God. And he did that just to confirm that I heard him correctly. Like he loves me so much that he made sure to confirm it. Not once, but two times. Because he knew I would have a doubt in my mind. Like, okay, well, you know, when it came to my friend's sister speaking like okay well she already has something planned it, it would have been a doubt that came in my mind eventually I know and God knows so he wanted to make sure that I knew that it was him speaking to me by telling me to reach out to somebody that I didn't know to tell her about a baby and a son at that and she confirms that she's actually pregnant with a son he knew that it was going to be hard for me to reach out to that girl like I said I was shaking so much when I was trying to type that email. He knows my character and knows how I am. And I'm not that type of person to just reach out to anybody. But I wasn't thinking that she was already pregnant. I was thinking that he was telling me to tell her that she was going to have a son and for her to trust God. You know, it didn't happen yet, but it's going to happen. But God was assuring me that it was him. My whole point of saying all of this is that God talks to us and he was assuring me that it was him. He was telling me so much in that. He was confirming that it was him talking to me, but he also let me know that if I be obedient, that he will give me the desires of my heart. She was she was already six months pregnant and because she was obedient and trust him and he gave her the desires of her heart. Like our God is so awesome. He's amazing and just Telling you ladies this story is actually helping me a lot and reminding me of the promises that God made to me. So that's my story time for today. 
Um, before we start speaking about the different ways that God can and will speak to us, we have to understand that God wants us to become divine. And if some of you are not sure what divine actually means, it means being of God and not of the world. He wants us to tune out the worldly things and tune into him. In Psalms 46.10, it says, be still and know that I am God. With that being said, we are going to go over a few ways that God speaks to us. Now, I'm not saying that these are the only ways that God speaks to us, but these are just some ways. Okay. One way is God will speak to us in a still, small voice. It's in stillness, not busyness, that we tune our spiritual ears and hear the voice of God. The Lord always speaks to us in that still, small voice. God doesn't communicate with us the way that we communicate with other people. He communicates through the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we think that the only way God can speak to us is being loud. And when I say loud, I mean like something so obvious. Not saying that God does not make things obvious. I'm just saying that it's not always like that. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 through 17, it says, The Lord said, Go out and stand on a mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. In the scripture, all those big, loud, obvious things happened, but None of those was God. It was the gentle whisper. Now to hear that still small voice, we must quiet the things around us, quiet the things that are taking up all of our attention. And as we discussed previously, we have to spend time with God. We can't just ask God to speak to us and not give our God what it is that he wants from us or everything. And I'm sure every one of us had a situation where we did something dumb and afterwards we was like, I had a feeling that I shouldn't have done that. And we we knew it wasn't the right decision and we didn't feel right about that decision. But what we didn't do was listen to our Lord actually speaking to us. Sometimes those feelings is God speaking to us. He'll, he'll give us the signs. He'll, he'll talk to us in ways where a lot of times we ignore it. And we ignore it because there's so many other things that are so loud around us that we can't hear that's still small voice. We have to focus on our God. Another way that God speaks to us is in our dreams. This is something that I wish people pay more attention to because God still speaks through dreams. I have had dreams where God reveals something in my heart and gives me a sense of direction through a dream. Dreams can be so powerful. It's more than just your subconscious fueled by the food that you eat right before bed. You have to pay attention to your dreams. In the Bible, Joseph would interpret dreams. He was able to interpret his own dreams as well as dreams of other people. Those dreams came to pass and confirmed that his interpretation was correct. If you're a dreamer, I suggest you get a dream journal. And when you wake up, write down those things while you remember, because it can mean a lot. It may not be something in that moment, but it could be something that will mean a lot in the future. Also, when you wake up and you have a dream that you don't understand, ask God, ask God to give you a better understanding of what that dream meant. God will answer you. Believe me, he will answer you. Another way that God speaks to us is in his word, of course, through the Bible. One of the main ways God speaks to us is through scripture. Though these words was written thousands of years ago, they're still relevant today. They 
still show us who God is and what he has done and what his heart is like. These words reveal God's character. And in many cases, those words speak to our lives and our situations that we're dealing with right now. I have read some of the same scriptures over and over again, and every time I can get something different from it. It says in Romans chapter 15, verse 4, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Sometimes when we think about reading the Bible, it seems intimidating. I know, trust me, I know. And there are so many different versions of the Bible that can actually help us out a lot. As I mentioned before, you can also use the Bible app. And that has different Bible plans that can help make it not be so intimidating. But reading the word is very important, very important to get to know God and what he actually did. You won't really know unless you read the word. And that can be another way that God communicates with you. Okay. Another way that God speaks to us is through other people. It could be somebody that you know, or it could be a stranger. This can be one of the most important ways that God speaks to us, but it also can be the most difficult way to hear and discern his voice. He can speak through any and everyone. God has spoken directly to me through my almost five-year-old daughter. So like I say, he can use any and everyone. And even though she didn't know what she was saying, God was using her to speak to me. And I'm not saying that you should accept everything that everybody says to you, but you shouldn't dismiss it without considering it. Now, please don't believe everything that you hear because there are some false prophets out there. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So if someone is telling you something and you're not sure what they're saying is accurate, Ask God to confirm it. He will confirm it. And I say that that's the best way to get confirmation, especially if you know that that person doesn't have a pure heart. You definitely just want to be careful. I had God speak to me this way also. Um, One situation was somebody that is very close to my family. She's a friend of the family, but she's considered family. And she had no idea what I was feeling or what I even prayed for. She called and told my parents some things to pass on to me. Would God did in that situation was he took what I prayed for and repeated it back to me so I knew that it was him so that was confirmation right there nobody but God knew that I prayed for that so that's definitely another way that God speaks to us like I said you definitely want to be careful you can't just believe any and everything that somebody else says oh God said this you want to make sure that they have a pure heart and if you want to make sure what they're saying is accurate you always should confirm it with God remember like God confirms things with his word The last way we're going to talk about is, of course, praying and fasting and meditation. When we pray and enter into a conversation with God, he speaks there, too. As we meditate on a truth from scripture or as we sit in silence and just listen, God can speak to us and he will speak to us. No, I know when it came to the meditation part for a while, I didn't agree with it. I wasn't really educated on it. And I assumed that it meant like folding your legs and holding out your hands with your fingers together, saying some things that wasn't scriptures. But when it was explained to me, it was explained in a way that when you meditate, you meditate on scripture and God's word. It's about tuning out everything else and being able to tune only into God. When you really sit in silence and listen to God, as you talk back and forth with him, it's so refreshing and reassuring. And when it comes to fasting, a lot of people get scared to do that. And We'll say like, oh, no, like I can't I can't go a day without eating food. I can tell you that when it came to fasting for a long time, I didn't even know what to even do. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about intermittent fasting when you're trying to lose weight. I'm talking about fasting when you're sacrificing food or something else for a period of time in order to focus your thought on God. So 
that can be food, it can be drinking, smoking, it can be social media, something that's hard for you to make it through the day or a month without. It is basically meditation in a way, just without food or whatever else you decide to give up. When you fast and pray, you want to make sure that you're able to have quiet time to spend with God. Because if you don't, it will be pointless because that's the whole purpose. In the Bible, there are so many scriptures about people who fasted, but Jesus was the one who fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And during that time, he was tested so many times by the devil. So ladies, when you fast, pay attention to the tricks of the enemy. He will try to do the slickest things to try to trick us, but don't fall for it. God allows the devil to know the things that he has planned for us and the blessings that we got coming and what the devil will try to do is he'll try to use things to trick our mind and have us thinking otherwise remember when you pray and fast you have to focus on God and just remember if there's anything that you're unsure about God will confirm it through his word and the devil will try to confirm and make it seem like it's true and trick you with your doubt and your insecurities so anytime you have something you start to have doubt that's the devil trying to trick you. He's trying to trick you and move you away from the things that God is trying to tell you. But when God is confirming something, he'll use his word. He'll use the things you will know for sure that it's God confirming it. Just remember that, okay? Another thing I wanted to mention is that sometimes God is silent. And it's common when people feel like they're not hearing from God. And we'll just think, like, I'm pouring my heart out to him and he's not saying anything. And it's frustrating, I know. That silence could just be that you don't understand how he's speaking to you or it can be very intentional on God's part. Sometimes God is silent because he already told us what to do and we're still begging for answers and we don't want to take the leap and we'll continue to take the confirmation thing way too far and we when we know what's God speaking to us and we know it's something that God told us to do and we'll just keep asking for confirmation confirmation for confirmation for every little thing. Remember when God tells us something we still have to do the work. In James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26, it says, What good is it, my brother and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food, and if one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. We cannot expect God to guide us and then do everything for us. We have to do the work. Sometimes the silence is because we're asking for the wrong things. And sometimes it's just meant to pull us in a little closer to seek God a little harder. Never think that because God is silent, that means he is not with us or he doesn't care about us. God has promised to lead his children by his spirit and to enable us to know his voice. And that means that you can learn to know exactly what the spirit of God is saying to you about every situation. You don't have to go through life blindly making decisions and relying on your own abilities. And when you learn to tune into God's voice, it won't just be an occasional thing. It won't just be every once in a while. It's going to be an everyday thing. It's going to be an everyday part of life because you're going to be having that relationship with God and it's going to be there. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 verse 15, whoever has ears, let them hear. God wants to have a deep relationship with us and because of that, he invites us into conversation. He gives us the space to share and talk and he listens to the concerns and joys of our hearts. But He also wants us to be intentional about listening to him. So now that we know some of the ways that God speaks to us, I want to give you some practical ways you can start tuning your heart into listening. And you may want to write these down. The first thing is listen while you read the Bible. Ask God to speak to you about who he is and what it is he wants you to take away from what you just read. 
The next thing is make space in your daily prayer time to just listen. It's so important to just listen, guys. Ask God questions about his word, about life, about anything, and have a conversation. Ask open-ended questions. Don't just ask questions that are closed-ended where you just you know, asking questions that only give you a yes or a no, because that's going to leave you still confused. If you ask open-ended questions, just listen to how he respond. The next thing is test what you hear from other people and ask God to confirm it. Anytime you hear something from somebody else and they're saying God told you something, I would suggest always confirming it if God didn't already confirm it for you. Ask God, like, is this from you? You know, ask him to confirm it and he would do it. The next thing is press into silence and trust that God is still there. Keep conversation open and keep listening. Even if you don't hear anything at the moment, you definitely want to keep that conversation open. You can It can be like a story where you read part of the story and you go back and you go finish that story. You can finish that conversation. You, you put a pen in it and you go back and you finish that conversation with God. So keep the conversations open and you continue to listen even if you don't hear anything in that moment in time. Right. And the last thing is be patient, be patient with yourself and be patient with God, because it's going to take time to develop this habit. And in the reality is sometimes God takes his time to respond and speak. So you have to be patient. You have to be patient with yourself and be patient with God. So I want to go ahead and get right into prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you for everything that you do for us, Lord. We know that with the current pandemic that's going on around the world right now, you want us to continue to focus on you, Lord. You want our faith to be stronger than ever, Lord, and we want it to be stronger than ever, too. Lord, sometimes we have questions of, can you hear us? Can you hear our prayers? Can you hear our cries? And sometimes we just act out just to get your attention, just like our kids do. And Lord, as we continue on this journey of becoming the divine ladies, we ask that you take away all the things that will stop us from hearing you. Declutter our lives so that we're able to know when and how you communicate with us. Some of us are lost and trying to find a way out. Some of us are facing problems that we just can't get through. And sometimes we read the word and to be honest, it doesn't always seem like it's enough. Enough to understand life or enough to get through the everyday obstacle. We all know we have a purpose. And that's why we're here today, Lord, asking asking you to speak to us, Lord, speak to our hearts, speak to our minds, speak to our spirits, oh God, whether it's loud and clear or whether it's in that still small voice, we need your direction, Lord, and we will continue to seek you, Lord, and we will be waiting for your direction. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So ladies, I pray that this podcast helps someone. Uh, We just went over a few ways that God can speak to us. There's so many other ways that God communicates with us, and it's just a matter of spending quiet time with God and actually quieting the things around us to actually listen to what God is saying. If you have, say for instance, if you have your music playing and you're talking to somebody, you're not going to hear what they're saying because the music is so loud. So the same thing goes for everything in your life that's so loud around you. You have to turn it down. You have to turn it down so you can hear what God is saying to you. And you want to hear the things that God is saying to you clearly. So make sure you have that quiet time. So again, ladies, I hope that it was able to bless somebody today. Please share with any ladies that you may know. Again, you never know that you could be saving somebody's soul. Pray that we all stay healthy and safe during this time. Uh, Just continue to wash your hands and stay safe. I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies.